Welcome to the dark forest. Jackie and her pals will never bore us. Shameless confessions about our obsessions will make us laugh and smile. So let's explore the dark forest and dark down for a while. Hi, this is Jackie Cation, and this is going to be another one of those Acme 20s where I interviewed 10 different comics that were at the 20th anniversary of Acme Comedy Company in Minneapolis. You know the websites, JackieCation.com, DorkForest.com, Patrick Brady fixes the audio, Vilmos works on the website, and Mike Rickberg sang that song you just heard, and he'll sing again at the end. There is a donation button, and instead, you take whatever you might have been thinking about donating and give it to your local food shelf. There's something um, called FeedingAmerica.org, and you can go there and put in your zip code or your state and it'll give you the f- closest food bank to where you live. So you can donate food if you want. Matter of fact, my sister sent me a horrifying uh, fun fact that they're out of peanut butter because peanut butter is really expensive for some reason because of the hurricanes. And if you want to donate, um, like if you're at the grocery store and there's a food box, you might want to pick up an extra thing of peanut butter for the food bank. But if you donate money, any money you were thinking about donating before the end of the year to the Dork Forest... If you, if you donate money, every dollar gets $5 worth of wholesale food. Anyway, that's the deal. So just December, let's all donate to our local food bank. Anyway, January, February, after you've made a dent in your credit cards, we'll, I'll, it'll come back. You are all great. You're going to enjoy this, another episode of the Acme 20 Dork Forest. Thanks a lot. Let's begin. Hey, it's Jackie Cation. Guess where I am? Still at Acme. 20th anniversary. Pretty exciting. Sitting in my hotel room, Tim Slagle. Hey. Hello and welcome. Hey, this is, uh, this has been fun. Uh, this has been the hell of a weekend, hasn't it? It's, uh, is, am I the last one now? Is this the tail end of the, I got, uh, I got uh, DeBoer coming. Oh, cool. I got DeBoer coming, and then uh, uh, I think either that or I'm exhausted, and uh, DeBoer <laughs> cannot come. <laughs> It'll be fun. That's what I thought. I thought it, it, it got a little late, and I said, I think Jackie might have stopped the interviews. Yeah. For the- <laughs> this is the ninth one. Yeah, I know. So. I know. You've been we've been we've been sitting around uh, drinking and sure. going to lunch. And and it's like, hey, Jackie, want to come with us and have a drink? No, I gotta do my podcast. Gonna, gonna hey, you want to go to lunch? I gotta do my podcast. <laughs> hey, we're gonna go catch a football game and have lunch and do some drinking i'm gonna do my podcast <laughs> exactly that's exactly where it's been at with the thing and it's fine i mean i it's been really i haven't laughed this hard this weekend in months i mean it was just it has been a treat to hang out with everyone to see people i haven't seen like i probably saw you three and a half years ago three years ago yeah in in Chicago. Yep. Because you're a Chicago comic. Yep had a night off so you were in town and yep. I said you know I'm gonna see Jackie it went down to Zany's downtown. It's Tim Slagle, S-L-A-G-L-E dot com, obviously, right? Yep. If people want to go see you stand up and do the stand up comedy and the lovely. And they can, they can Twitter me. They can be, be my friend on Facebook. Uh, uh, you can even be, you can even see my MySpace, which, uh. Ooh, I have a MySpace as well, which is where I host a lot of my videos that just, I mean, I have a YouTube page too, but they were all up on MySpace. So I just kept them there. Yeah. Cause the, the numbers, that's, that's basically what it is. It's our ego. Yeah. It's, you know, once you get, a, once you get a couple thousand hits, you don't right, want to delete it. start over where you're like, mm, that's an old joke. Why has it only got nine hits? Yeah, exactly. There's nothing more pathetic than uh, they go into a comics video and it's having like 15. Right. You're like, 
you know what? It's private. How about that? Maybe it's private. <laughs> do, you, do you have a YouTube page? Or are you doing uh, it all on MySpace? Yeah. If you go to com, everything's it, – yeah. it's like a central location. That's all my web pages anymore. Do you do stuff. any – do you do like a podcast or, or a radio show or a TV – you're doing the TV thing for this weekend, yeah. aren't you? You're yeah. Production-wise, right? Um, yeah, we did a, uh, uh, we did a kind of a little TV show that was a way of promoting Lewis's restaurant is, uh, uh, if you're from Minnesota, you know, that Acme comedy and sticks restaurant there, the, 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 the twins of an entertainment evening. Yes, they are. There. They're and, a very nice dining. Uh, yeah. The food at Acme is awesome. Yeah. But, but sticks has always kind of been the, uh, kind of been the uglier twin, the, the shy twin. It's the, true. It's, it's nobody I refer to it as the restaurant at Acme. I didn't even know it, it, it had a name. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. So what Lewis did is a way to actually uh, give a little bit of credibility to the restaurant that's been, you know, plugging yeah, right me. along with Acme all, you know, the for entire way. For 20 years, yeah. He decided that he would uh, uh, bring in a French chef, uh, mm-hmm. a very noted French chef, and have uh, three comics create dishes. That's right. That's Wait, wait. Do, uh, do you know the name of the chef offhand? Uh, I hope I can get it right. It's Vincent Franquoil. Franquoil? Excellent. And the way the way he said that it, it's it starts it ends with quality. With quality. <laughs> All right. So it's obviously F R A N C U O U L O I S U E X. Something like that. There's an X right there at the end for no uh, reason. That was darn French. They Crazy can't stop French. with their We're just yeah, the, the Spanish it. could give them lessons in vowel usage. <laughs> yeah, so three comics came up with dishes. I wanted to be the one because I have a Moroccan chicken dish to die for. But uh, I'll tell you, I've tried each of them. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're all excellent, I yeah. think. And and all the proceeds went to uh, an Fraser autism, Services, which is an autism yeah, uh, charity. Here in, yeah, here in uh, uh, Minneapolis, very, uh, very, very respected. Very well respected yeah. uh, autism services yep. for uh, Fraser Services, right? Okay, yep. you said okay. And it's yeah, basically what it was. It was supposed to be uh, the comic showing us what they cook on the road. Yeah. Uh, and it's, I don't know if you do your Moroccan chicken on the road. I do do my Moroccan chicken okay. on the road because oh, the spices are not that hard, but uh, to get because it's coriander and cumin and cayenne and other yeah. things that start with C. And uh, and I will put the recipe in the notes, people. It'll be fine. And uh, but the your rec- Moroccan chicken, I've got. If you want, I can get you the recipe for the other. Uh- oh right, because I'll tell you something. Chad Daniels came up with that pork loin, yeah, with uh, with a with a roast veg on the side with bacon, and that roast veg on the side with bacon, I could just eat a bowl of that. Well, that was all. That was all Vincent. Well, Vincent, that was uh, that. Chad, Chad, well, yo, oh no, 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 Vincent, Brad, uh, or Chad, Chad, what did Chad, the, Chad just had broccoli on the side. He just oh, threw it. Yeah, he threw a head of broccoli in the microwave with a clove of garlic, <laughs> and, that, <laughs> and well, Vincent Vincent goes, uh, "Tastes like uh, broccoli. Looks like poop, but it tastes like broccoli." So, <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, so Chad cooked it. Chad cooked it right. Vincent in, in, uh, saw it or it, tried a, to eat it. Have you identified where we're at? Because they didn't want us to identify where we're at in the show. Where's that? What do you mean? Have you identified the the the, the brand of the uh, 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 place where we're staying right now? Anywhere? Oh, in the, the Marriott podcast? Town Place. Not uh, too late. Okay. Okay, we can if we, I, like I could take it out. We uh, we we uh, we 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 cooked the dishes in another hotel. Oh, so but no, <laughs> we or, went right into that anonymous hotel. Right. So you cooked you cooked the dishes in a hotel, and the and the and the chef tried them. Yeah, we took him to his restaurant, and then he tried them. 
And uh, 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 it, and then he just, was like, "I can fix this." And, oh, I can't tell. I can't tell you the comedy of the uh, of the chef sitting there. Oh, that's awesome! One by one, it's like it's like it's like you know. Was he, that recorded? Oh yeah. Was oh yeah. That film? Where's oh, that? Yeah. When's it going to air? Um, we're 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 going to try to get it up. Uh, uh, right now, we've got a few people interested in it, so so we're giving them you know we're giving them exclusive look oh, at first it. First dibs. Yeah. yeah, and then uh, and then we're going to open it up. Then you know probably we're going to open up to the public shortly. I think there's a. Hmm. I could probably get you a link for uh, for the one minute teaser. I okay. think that's probably acceptable. That'd be neat. Yeah. And uh, uh, the but what I like is that so so Chad came up with like a uh, it's a pork dish and then a veg side, and then the French chef fixed it and made an amazing. It's turnips, oh. butternut squash, and I pears. Like, oh, that pear with the cinnamon thing did. Chad have anything to do with the pears with the cinnamon thing? I'm telling you, broccoli and a, that and was a clove it. of garlic. That was the, yeah. por- the pork loin yeah. was the only thing he he, he liked. Yeah, and it, what was really funny is that Mary Max uh, uh, pod Thai yeah. also had broccoli in it. Also had broccoli. So in the it. two of them, the entire week, because because <laughs> you know because in in preparation, I said you know you both got broccoli. Is yeah. It, can can one of you do it without broccoli? And it it, it actually became a fight. <laughs> over, over who got to do the broccoli. That's hilarious because. Uh, did hers have broccoli in it? That that noodle thing? Yeah, yeah. Hers pot thai had, uh, he had broccoli. It, right? He, right, he kept the broccoli in that it's along a with rice the chicken. Noodle, though he went with a rice noodle because it's gluten free. Oh, Mary, that was that was hers. That was yeah. So was that's Mary Max. You know what? That pork tenderloin was gluten free too. It turns out it is. <laughs> I know it. Was hers with chicken or with it was shrimp? Chi- it was chicken. The, uh, uh, Mary Mac, she's just so adorable. She is adorable. She just uh, she friend just said, of the show. She was on earlier. Yep. She uh, she said I I use canned chicken because uh, I think it's more humane. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, Mary Max stayed with me last week in Los Angeles, California, in my guest room, and she uh, washed her clothes because she was there for a little over a week. So she used the laundry facilities. I was like, knock yourself out. She used, she washed them. She dried them in the backyard on the patio furniture, and I was like, what's happening back here? First of all, we have a line if you want to go all 1937. <laughs> And second of all, why wouldn't you yeah, just drive yeah, into the dryer? She brings Depression-era Brooklyn wherever she goes. <laughs> right, but for some reason, on our patio furniture? And she said, oh, I didn't want to use the electricity. At which point I said, yeah, we're done now. Uh, I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm done talking to you about it. Uh, okay, so uh, please use our electricity. Anyway, but yeah, the let's talk about... Okay, so let's talk about the fact that you... You enjoy. Oh wait, we didn't. We should talk about the third dish. Why blow off? See what? Oh Miles? man, I'm sorry. Yeah, he made a uh, 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 a multi grain pasta with uh, turkey sausage. Oh, is that what he did? Yeah. Is it whole grain as well as multi grain? Uh, multi grain. It was. It was actually, which was kind of funny, is that uh, that Whole Foods, a proud sponsor of the show, actually Whole Foods, not unlike the anonymous hotel, Whole Foods exactly. was a proud sponsor. <laughs> so they they actually went shopping at uh, at Whole Foods. Okay. And, and interestingly enough, the uh, pasta that that Sea Willie picked up was uh, multigrain gluten free. Well, oh, so it was yeah. So all dishes, at least so the way they comics are trying to eat, kind of healthy on the road, except for uh, Paul, uh, you, Chad. You know, I I think I think gluten's healthy. Gluten might be healthy because it keeps gluten, things together. Yeah, gluten is the thing, and well, not just that. Gluten is the thing in bread that keeps you alive. Is it? I mean, yeah, our ancestors. That's all they lived on was was you know was bread. You know, for, for, for generations ago, when you know, right. uh, uh, 
the, you know, they'd slaughter the animals, of course, over the winter, and then right. you know, and then what do you eat? Oh, we'll have bread. But the reason why you can survive on it is there's protein in the in the in wheat, the, right? And the protein is also called gluten. Okay, so All it's right. essentially essentially a gluten free flour. It's 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 cake flour, right? It's uh, it's no, it's not good for you. But okay. somehow now gluten is you know. Well, yeah, someone gluten is the new salt. So, right, right. It's it's nutritionalists are losing their mind about gluten, and I don't know anything about it. I was gluten free uh, for a year for no reason uh, because I lived in Minneapolis and I worked at a hippie uh, place, <laughs> and they're like, "Gluten's bad, man." And I was like, "Okay, so that it was because pr- prior to that, I had a rule where I wouldn't eat a sandwich that anything was heavier on the inside of the sandwich than the bread. the The stuff on the inside of the sandwich had to be heavier than the bread." And then I became able to eat more homemade bread because I was raised on, I was raised on like Wonder Bread uh-huh. and Twinkies. I was weaned on Pabst and Ho-Ho's, <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm from a little town in Wisconsin, so it's not like you're going to out white trash. I think Pabst and Ho-Ho is actually the name of a town in Wisconsin. <laughs> that should be the name of my next album. It's north of Manitowoc. It's Pabst and Ho-Ho. <laughs> <Manitowoc. laughs> Where did you grow up? Did you grow up in Chicago? No, I grew up south of Detroit. I, okay. I, uh, 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 about in Michigan. 20 miles. Yeah, in Michigan. And uh, around 1986, I realized that I was eating more meals off the passenger seat of my car than I was at my kitchen table. And I figured that's that's no way for a human to live. You are correct. And uh, at that, at that point, Chicago was just exploding. There were probably – we. I, I sat down with 86? some comics. What? 86? 86. Okay. There were probably – Around the time I moved, there were probably 30 full-time. And I mean, you know, a full-time room now is Thursday, Friday, Saturday. That's a full-time room. That's what they, that's, they're calling oh, no, a full-time room. Back then, back then, it was like, you know, it was Tuesday like, it was like one night dark. Yeah, yeah if that, dark. if yeah. even that. And there were, there were probably 30. Well, I sat down with another comic. It's, you know, my memory's been fading since then. But, it, you know, what was that 25 years ago? Yeah, it was a long time. I started in 84, and um, but I only did it like full time for a year until the club burned down. And then, uh, I only did the open cause I lived in Madison. Mm-hmm. And so, and I didn't have a car. So I just did the open you lived mics. In Madison. Cause I lived in Madison. <laughs> I have a car. I was going to college. I got a 1.8 that semester. <laughs> and so when I started doing stand up, how about I concentrate on getting the degree for no reason? And, uh, but you, you were doing full time stand up comedy in 1986. Yeah. And, and, and around Chicago, Chicago around Chicago. Yeah. With it. Yeah. Within a two-hour drive, there Which were probably Chicago 30. Chicago land. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, people in Milwaukee might or, uh, or, or you know, might dispute that, but yeah, it is. Right. Oh, no, it's complete because it was – Chicago land I always thought of as like it goes out to like oak, you know, all the all, all the burbs, all the big burbs. Yeah. But not as far as out like to, out to Gary or not not not. No, up I, I think I I think it does. I think I I think, you think I think Chicago Ch- Land. I actually think Chicago Land goes up to Milwaukee. I, I would dispute. They, well, now they think it does. They, I think. Yeah, they think they they're distinct. No, I think they're. You think it's just one big city now? Yeah, Milwaukee, uh, Joliet, Green Bay. Traverse nah, City. Green Bay, yeah. Uh, Green just around, Bay. Around Green the- Bay will die first. <laughs> I think Milwaukee will die first. It's like, you people are already burying your dead right outside of, of, uh, of what was it? What's the name? Lake Geneva. It's, uh, <laughs> that's where all the mobsters in Chicago would right. go for, for holidays up to Lake Geneva. Right, you know, but for a comic, you know, uh, as long as it's two hours, it's a commute. Right, less as long as it's two, two hours. Two hours or less is a commute. If, yeah, More than two hours is an overnight. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. So, and, and so yeah, I could I could commute. You know, thirty. And sleep I had thirty in your own rooms. Bed. 
sleep in my own bed. Yeah, eating. Wow, that's thirty weeks a their- year if you can get into all of them. Right. Right. Wow. That's an amazing. That, it was. It really. That's it, the boom that they talk about. Yeah. You know, I never lived that boom because I, because uh, I was trapped in Madison, and uh, and everybody, you know, it was like there were thirty rooms. It was six nights a week. Tw- MCs were making twelve hundred dollars plus air, and yep. it was. I never lived that, even though I was doing stand up. You know, seven nights a week, but I was doing. That's it. why you finished college. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent it's, point. It's I can either go to the library and study, or I can make twelve hundred dollars a week hanging out in the bar drinking. Exactly, all week. learning how cocaine hmm. is uh, processed, <laughs> flirting with waitresses, and having free drinks. Hmm. Uh, yes. Oh, I gotta go to class now. <laughs> yeah, which makes you wonder about a guy like Bill Kinison who could not make a comedy club work in nineteen eighty five in Madison, Wisconsin. Because that's why it burned down, because it was bankrupt. Oh. The speculation. It Wisconsin was full- Lightning. It was, yes. It was, uh, it was luckily insured. Anyway, uh, so, uh, but yeah, so that's, so that's when you moved to, to Chicago to do stand up. And so you've been doing stand up full time since then or before it? I, uh, yeah, I started, I think it was about 82 was when I, uh, when you sort of quit your day I, job went, and just went, did it? Yeah. What, yeah. What I laughingly referred to as my day job. Yeah. Or they laughingly. What was, it? <laughs> <laughs> what was it? I think the last thing I had was, uh, uh, driving a truck delivering, uh, Xerox paper. It was Xerox paper at the time. Oh, fair enough. Fair was, enough. I think that was the last thing I did. Still not in an office. I mean, that's, it's one of the greatest reasons to be a comic is that you don't have to go to an office every day. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, so you, what I like though, as we were talking about it, is that you build stuff, you take stuff apart, and then you put it back together. Not so much anymore. It's, it's, uh, uh, I have a couple talents that just, I shouldn't, but they, I look at them like, uh, uh, probably how a blacksmith felt. Oh, because <laughs> around, around the turn now? of the turn of the twenty, <laughs> yes. Oh, really? Yeah, you know, and the, the things the, you can fix. And there was a time. There was a time. You know, when every American male was expected to know how to shoe a horse, right, and uh, plow a field, right, and slaughter a pig, right. You know, it was all. These were all skills that was just second nature. That you well, you know, yeah. Well, of course, you need Two to know that. Two weeks ago, I was in Arkansas, and they slaughtered a pig for us that they had raised, and then we had a barbecue wow. with the pig that they had raised and slaughtered. What was its name? Hello. And welcome to Arkansas. It was the uh, the name of my uh, my father in law's wife. Who That's was, how we honor him. <laughs> we uh, name fun. a pig after him and kill him. It's, it's her evil boss. Oh, okay. It's her boss. Oh, okay. So her it evil was, boss uh, is, so it was purposeful. Yeah, it was purposely. Uh, the two pigs that they had were the boss and the boss's wife, and. Uh, oh. And so they slaughtered one of them. And, uh, and the other one they just tortured slowly. I mean, they were slaughtering closer to Christmas. <laughs> you still got a, a year she has to get another 50. I don't know what the hell's happening. Whatever it was, they they cooked 30 pounds of pig on this on this smoker. And, oh, and then and then I got to learn about people who in Arkansas. It was crazy in Arkansas uh, is the one of the everyone I met was looked like a caricature of someone who lived in Arkansas and then they would open up their pie hole and talk about all of the literature they like to read. And I was like, so what is happening on this road? So you do your chores and then you go home and read Faulkner? What's happening? <laughs> and it was exactly they were like, well, you know, Faulkner's from Mississippi. It's kind of required reading and you're like, where? So, Where? So it's kind of like 21st century Deadwood. It was the weirdest. <laughs> yes. Yes. It was exactly that. 
Good point. So, yeah. So, and I know, I knew a guy who was raised in like uh, Eastern Bloc Poland who could fix anything. He could build like a moped out of duct tape and a ball of string. Yep. Yeah. Is that the kind of stuff that, that you sort of like? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. It, it, it's when I realized, when I realized that it was, you know, that it was a, a, a dying art was, uh, I was always, I was always the, the, the kid that fixed the Christmas lights every year. When mom and dad, they'd bring out the Christmas yeah. lights and they'd plug them in and, okay, that string doesn't work. You give it to Timmy. And, okay. Oh, that string doesn't work. Give it to Timmy. And I was, I was pretty good at, you know, figuring out, finding the dead bulb in the string and getting yeah. the strings, getting the strings working. So do you understand wiring and stuff? Oh, like yeah. That? Yeah. All that. Okay. And, and, uh, uh, and I just, I, it was just a talent that every Christmas, that's what I would do is right. I would take out, that would be the, you know, the part of Christmas decorating, take out the box, plug in the lights, find <laughs> the ones that doesn't work, find the bad one. Right. And, and one Christmas, I, I, and when I, did that start when you were like six or seven or, um, like or later, like, a little maybe bit later, like 10? 10, maybe yeah. like 10. Okay. Yeah. Um, one Christmas. Uh, and this is as an, you know, an adult. This is in Chicago. I'm okay. living, living in Wicker Park. And it's like, oh, I'm going to put some Christmas strings down the, down the back of the deck and, you know, and around the windows and uh, pull mm-hmm. out the Christmas lights and I plug them in. Uh, um, first thing in the morning. And uh, next thing I realize is that it's nine o'clock at night. Yeah. And I'm just finishing the last string of Christmas lights. Wow. The 12 hours. 12 hours. And, and it occurred to me that night when I went into uh, Walgreens that I could have bought and those strings for five ninety nine, <laughs> and I said, "Oh my god!" But do you go into that place, that place that people go into when they do their what I call their dorkdoms, where you're just like, "I'm in a sort of a zen place," where you just sort of yeah. you check out, and you're like, "It's kind of a safe space," and you know all the rules of yeah. You know, I guess I guess you're right. It is. It, it's kind of like a, in a way, it is like crocheting. Right, right. Like, it's like, <laughs> you can, it's like people you can who buy have a fish. doily. You can buy a doily at Pier One Imports. Yep. But yep, uh, some people still cents. like crocheting. Some people like to just do it. I, I, I guess so. But at that point, I realized, I said, you know, it's it, it's uh, you you work like a Chinese teenager. You're going to yep. get paid like a Chinese teenager. <laughs> By 12 hours of work was worth five ninety nine. Exactly. That's how... <laughs> that's how that... That's how that pays. And so what... I mean... Yeah, because I remember I had a TV that I used to listen to because it had a picture tube. And the picture tube had to warm up. Mm-hmm. It was a broken TV, is what mm-hmm. it was. And it would take about 10 minutes for it to, to warm up. And so I would sit in front of it and just sort of watch the black screen until it, and listen it to up. television until it warmed up. And I remembered the day it died because I listened to television for almost two hours. And I was like, oh, oh, it's done now. This TV's done now. <laughs> And I was like, I don't really care about Phil Donahue or Doc. You know, I don't even know what it was. It could have been Phil Donahue. It was 1989 or 86, 87. I, uh, the other time I realized that my skill was I had a, uh, uh, I had a VCR. Yes. That I, that I had bought, uh, probably about 86, about the, I think I bought it when I got to Chicago. I finally, uh, I got, I got a VCR. And it was like a, it was like a really nice one. It was like a floor demo that had been marked down and it had everything on it. On it. it, it had, oh, did uh, it have the shuttle? Did it have the shuttlecock thing where you could, you could, zzz, we zzz, could zzz, zzz. no, no, but it, 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 uh, uh, it had the ability that you could erase the soundtrack and re-record the soundtrack. And it actually had three wow. tracks. It also had a, the ability that you could use it as a complete audio 
thing where you could actually record just audio tape on the on the really? it had just all these wonderful features that you know that yeah that, that, that at the time you know magnavox corporation didn't realize what people wanted what they didn't want right right you know and the ability to actually you know so i could do editing with it i mean it was a really nice it was that a nice is... it was a nice piece of equipment and at the time it was it was like you know it was like a it was like a you know twelve hundred dollar machine i got for 450 bucks because so. it was the floor model that, right okay. so I, I cherished it yeah yeah and, and when it would break I'd take it apart and fix it. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I, clean the heads. And, and I kept right and uh, replace the belts and, you know, and I, okay. I, I could, I could do that. Yeah. And, and, and I kept going like that up until, uh, probably about, uh, 2000. Okay. I think that was about, that was about the changeover. That was about when we got the DVR. Right. Right. So about 14 years of, of, of an awesome VCR. Yeah. yeah awesome. Awesome VCR. And it finally, it's I, something. I had a VCR until <laughs> like 2004, 2005, I think. Well, I still have a VCR because a lot of times, you know, a lot of my stuff is on, is on videotape. And if I want to put like something on YouTube. Right. You got to digitize it. Yeah. Yeah. Got to take yeah. it. So, you know, and I, do, and I don't want to digitize everything because that's a waste of time. So, right. Cause, but then it'd all be digital. I mean, I have some stuff on three quarter inch because my last day job, which I quit in 2003, uh, was at a closed captioning company. And one of my jobs was to, uh, dub tapes. Um, when I first started working there in like 98 and I worked there for five years and, um, they let me go on the road, uh, two six-week runs a year and they would hire a temp to take my job and but i i was essentially the closest thing they had to someone who would fix things and i didn't know what i was doing but i would take it off and i would be like well i can clean the heads i can replace a belt i can't i don't know how to replace that spring because i don't know where to buy that spring right. you know and i don't know how to create a spring like i don't know how to well that, that's yeah that that's essentially what happened was the last time i opened it up it needed a little more it needed a, it wasn't just a belt it needed a little more yeah uh, uh, more complicated part and i started shopping around and and, and people were laughing at me when I <laughs> when I would give them the model number and, and I would say I need the you know the uh, the 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 Kahoot Mint uh, uh, yeah. interlock uh, the, you know whatever I can't remember what the name I had looked up what the piece was and I right, knew what it the was specific piece and, and people were laughing at me and I had no idea why they were why um, the hilariousness right and and next time I was in Best Buy I said you know I'm this might be like that Christmas light thing again. <laughs> So, right, it might have I come went, full circle. For I you. went over. I went over to the to the uh, 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 equipment, mm -hmm. and I dug through all the DVRs and the DVD right. players and the uh, high end Blu Ray. And son of a gun, there was a right. there was a VCR for twenty nine ninety nine. Right there, it is done and done. And I had no idea that it had gone that. I had no idea that right. because I had been fixing it. I had been fixing the darn thing for you for know twelve years. Yeah. yeah, that I had no idea that it had uh, uh, that everything was a nickel now. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, I I do. Yeah, Maria has this. Um, Bamford has this uh, joke about her vision board, and she put a microwave on her vision board, and her sister walked by her vision board and went. You just want a fucking microwave? I'll get you a microwave. And uh, she's like, "Look at that manifested." Anyway. <laughs> but the, but the uh, uh, so did you ever like? Did you ever get into stuff like ham radio? Yeah, yeah. I actually uh, uh, before uh, before iTunes and before CB radios. Ye 
Um, did you ever get you, into you, CB radios? No, not 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 so much. I, okay. I, I did actually. I did actually. I got I got because uh, that's a road comic thing from the eighties hardcore. Well, I did it more recently. Uh, uh, oh, I really? Was, yeah, I was part of the, the Marlboro Adventure Team. What's and, that? And it, well, if you save those little barcodes on the sides of packs of Marlboro, mm-hmm. you could get really neat stuff with it. Okay. And I was, you know, I'm working at the clubs, and you know, the waitresses are just scooping up the Marlboro packs. You know, oh, this, right, is back, right. this is back when you could smoke and cl- <laughs> wow. smoke anywhere you wow. wanted to. I'm uh, time is going yeah. by fast, isn't it? <laughs> just chop chop. This was back when you could actually smoke in a comedy club. There were any number of things happening, and, and, so- and I, I would get the barcodes and I yeah. would save them, and I would get these wonderful prizes. I got oh, a, I got cuz you you don't smoke anymore. Did you smoke at no, the time or? No, I can I got a Marlboro bicycle. You got a bike with that said Marlboro I got, on it? Right on the, you know the head where it normally says Schwinn or Tracker. Yeah. It said Marlboro. And and for me that was funny as hell. Oh my god. I had that is to get awesome. it. I had to get it and I saved up all the little coupons and I got the bike. thousands. Yeah, it was it was a lot. <laughs> and, and it finally the day it, I still remember the the day it came in the mail. Uh, um, <laughs> I, I, oh yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like a Christmas story. Yeah, it's like it is. It's, it is like the Dakota rig. So it came in the mail, and I put it together. And I go, oh boy, I was living in the city, and my bank was at the merchandise bar, and I go, I'm going to take my Marlboro bike, and I'm going to, I'm going to go down to the bank. Yep. And so I go down to the bank and, on my bike, and uh, I'm at the merchandise bar. And I bend over to lock it up, and for some reason, I just started coughing. And it was just one of those coughs, like you got something in your throat, but you right. can't. And it just, I just kept coughing and hacking, and I, I, I couldn't. And, and it for, I, I could almost not breathe. And you know, I finally, you know, cleared the cleared the the, the airway, and took a couple breaths. And I stood up, and there was a bicycle messenger laying on the railing alongside the Chicago River in the sun, looking at this entire thing, amused as hell. <laughs> <laughs> and I and I just thought you little prick because yeah, that was an <laughs> ad. Oh, for the I, oh yeah, you. I know that you're going to go back to the dispatch station and you're going to tell all your little bicycle messenger buddies hey, about how the fat old guy on the Marlboro bike that hey, couldn't stop coughing. Old smoker dude <laughs> next to his Marlboro bike was coughing his head off. And, it's good times. <laughs> and I said to myself, I said, you know what? I don't mind killing myself, but I will not be a punchline at the bicycle messenger. <laughs> dispatch station you were a bigger whore than that yes you will (laughs) come on you want the laugh oh my so So what did you yeah i I got a cb radio from uh uh, marlboro (laughs) and that was really cool i'm uh i'm i'm riding back from florida with my surfboard on top of the car uh what you surf as well? We only got an hour. I got it. We, we, yeah, yeah, but go, man. Do I? No, I don't really surf. I splash around. It's something I tried to do. I know I could never. Did you do, do it in Lake Michigan? Uh, no, I, I never had the, uh, I had a hard enough time with the currents and, you know, I'd go down to Florida every year and I had enough time, hard enough time with the currents. Okay. And, and, and I ran it aboard in Oregon and, and split my eye open and, you know, and I, I probably shouldn't have been out there on a board in the first place, but. Wow, Oregon. Yeah, That's twice, cold. Yeah, twice a year. Twice a year, I would go to. I'd drive down to Florida and, and try to stand up on a surfboard. It was like right, right. Oh, okay. That's how I spent the nineties. <laughs> <laughs> and as a comic, I could get away with it. <laughs> right. So, so I'm driving back. I'm driving back, and I got the surfboard on top of the car, and uh, uh, 
And all of a sudden I hear, I hear someone click over the, click over the CB radio go, Hey, guess what? There's some jerk with the Illinois plates driving with a surfboard on top of his car. It's like, you know, he's got drugs and he's getting pulled over. Awesome. <laughs> and I, and I actually got on the CB radio and go, uh, driver, are you saying that I can't surf like <laughs> Michigan? And it was like, like just silence just for about silence. five minutes. He goes, mind is blown. Yeah, because I'm not supposed to have the CB. Right, right, right. Because <laughs> it's the 90s. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you could do that stuff, you can get the handle on the internet. Right, right. It's uh, But I did have, awesome. uh, uh, and this was one of my, this was my favorite projects ever. Uh, before there was AirTunes we, uh, or uh, um, uh, uh, iTunes? I- iTunes and AirTunes. Yeah, they're both kind of okay. interchangeable. You know, because now you can you can have your computer in the basement and like all the music you own, you can play anywhere in the house. Is with, that like with, one with of those Air- cloud things? Um, kind of, but you don't really need to be hooked up to the cloud. If your computer's there and it's on your house network, you can yeah. get you can get these little airport expresses and you can plug one into your stereo and you can oh, you, you and can pretty much you can listen yeah you can listen to your music all through the house and access other people's uh, and it's uh, called AirTunes. AirTunes is the ability to get it from room to room. Okay. iTunes is the is the program that plays over AirTunes. And the you could even now your phone. You could even your your music on your you can use your phone as a remote or your music on your phone. You can actually while play you through. travel. Oh, uh, well, you, if you travel with the AirTunes thing, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. What, what do I do? Do I Google AirTunes? Um, I say this like I, like I listen to music all the time. Anyway, I do listen to music. I'm not made of stone, but right. I, I don't though. But I mean, it sounds fascinating. Yeah. But, but, do this I Google is, this AirTunes? Is, um, yeah, if you, yeah, if you, if you look at, yeah, look at the Mac page, look at AirTunes, look at iTunes, and they'll, they'll show you how to, how to wire everything up. Okay. It's a, I, whether or not you can actually listen to this, you need the cloud. If you want to listen to the stuff you have in your computer at home, you need a, you need cloud service. I okay. Think. You need to be able to access your own computer somehow. At, at or home. That, yeah. But if yeah. you're, yeah, but if you're at your house, you can. It's fine. Yeah. Okay. Cause and that's, and you can plug the air to the, the, the airport expresses everywhere and then just put, put plug speakers into that or plug it is into it your like stereo. Is it like a Wi-Fi device, an airport yeah, it's express? It's a Wi-Fi device. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And that's, and that, that, that's, that's what the, that's what the kids are doing these days. Okay. But yeah, in yeah. my day, in, in my day, <laughs> back in the day, we had, we had nothing like that. And I really wanted, you I would wanted, hire a bard <laughs> as it traveled through time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would get a little, I'd get a little, uh, three piece. Yes. <laughs> Um, no, what I did was I got a, uh, a hundred CD changer. Okay. So oh, I wow. Could, so, and so Wait, you a hundred CD changer? Oh, they made, uh, they made 500 CD changer where you could actually stick five and the, they would all be upright on like a rotisserie, almost like the slides on the old slide. Now, no, nobody's going to understand what that is. What is um, that? A roti- oh, like a, a yeah. It was, it was like a carousel thing? where they all okay. stood. They would stand on end all the way around, like yeah. the old, like the old carousel slide projectors. Which then, everyone's seen Mad Men. So, oh, oh okay, there good. You go. Yeah, you're, yes. yeah, <laughs> so absolutely. Because I'm thinking, who listens to a podcast and knows what a slide carousel is? There's, oh, a, there's yeah. a there's a separation. Yeah, there. yeah. So, uh, so anyway, so it held a hundred CDs, and I hooked that up, and I built a little, I built a little FM radio transmitter. You built a transmitter. I built an FM radio transmitter. How do you build an? How do you build a transmitter? An FM radio transmitter. They're, 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 they're these these magazines for like geeks that like, like a- they like soldering. Yeah. And they okay. Show you, they show you how to go to Radio Shack and how to get all the parts and how to oh. how to solder them onto the board. And do you and, need a transistor or do you need a transmitter? Transmitter. Yeah. It's a, it, 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 it's pretty comp. It, um, 
you know, back in the day, it it was a lot more difficult, but they make integrated circuits. So now you just have to like solder uh, uh, sockets onto the boards and then plug the integrated circuits. And it actually, you know, digitally, you know, locks in the frequency and all the things that transmitters used to have to do. It was like really cheap. It was like, you know, it was like 30 bucks, but it, it would transmit on any FM frequency that I, that I, that I could select. Your 100 CD changer would transmit. Right. And then, so the 100 CDs would random play through the, over the, over the air. And then I would just get transistor radios. Yeah. And put them around, you know, cause my house is all mid century. Yeah. So I would get trans, rather than having to have speakers in the house, I would yeah. just set transistor radios around and you the could house. Just set the- and when I had parties, I would turn them all on and set them all to the same station. So it was like, uh, uh, <gasps> It's like a like speaker system. It was, like, it was a built-in speaker house. system, but it kind of yeah, it was it was a great way to retrofit it. Oh, that's awesome! And then of course, you know, I got uh, I got a little greedy and Uh-oh. I said, you know, well, I can't cut. You know, I go out to mow the lawn and it's not powerful enough. <laughs> so that was the next step was making it to get to the end of my yard so I could wear. Uh, oh, so it could transmit further. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And then uh, and then at that point, once and once I'm to the edge of my yard, I said, well, yeah, I might as well. Uh, neighborhood might as well hear my bright radio station <laughs> so you take it over hey jim you should listen to this it's you two from 1990 go <laughs> and what would happen is we had a karaoke machine in the basement we'd have parties and uh uh occasionally we would forget to un you know to shut off the transmitter before yeah. the karaoke started yeah and, and i and i'm sure uh uh I'm sure there was at least one kid in the neighborhood that said to his buddy, no, I found this radio station the other night. It's like no commercial. Well, it, Oh, my God. No. I'll get to that later. It, it, look, really few commercials. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, there's commercials? Yeah, yeah I, okay. I had commercials. There's like really few commercials, and like they don't censor any of the music. Right. And then and like every so often on holidays, they have this show where it's a bunch of drunk people singing karaoke. <laughs> What did you I, do? I, I programmed it. I actually I bought CDs of old vintage commercials, so like cigarette commercials. Oh wow! So there'd be one disc in there that was all cigarette commercials, and there'd be an, and, so, oh. and there'd be another disc in there that was like movie clips. You know, it'd be like right. my, some of my favorite quotes, like "Soil and green is people." Right, right. And so, so occasionally that would go in between the songs. You'd hear something well, like that's that, super and then you'd fun. go to a commercial. Yeah, it was a gas. Yeah, and it was. And I had like sections. I had like the country section, and I had like the big band section, and mm-hmm. I had the uh, uh, the swing section. So I actually programmed my own station. Like okay. when I took out, like when I would take out Neil Diamond, I would replace it with something like Tom Jones. So okay. The, oh, the, so the, the same mood genre. of my station, the mood of my mix continued. So but what do you artists, mean you programmed it though? Did would did, did you have like a, laptop a program director? No, no. I mean just by taking the discs in and out. Oh, I see. And then every, every, starting after Thanksgiving, I would take out, I would take out the Neil Diamond, you know, greatest hits album and put in the Neil Diamond Christmas album. I had you with. So it would smoothly transition into Christmas. I, you with a Radio Shack TRS 80, uh, typing in basic, uh, you know. (laughs) For some reason, I had you creating a program on, uh, on a Commodore 360. So, uh. There's another thing, the creating of the program. There's another skill that, uh, that you don't. Don't really need because now you just buy chunk you know the computers yeah, yeah. pretty much do the programs now don't they do yeah people- yeah like if you want to do any sort of like if you want to make a flash game or if you want to work in java those are the programs that uh, the kids i guess are making their own video games in and then there's like c plus plus i guess and there's other programs that are that are that are gaming 
software. And then there's like animation software that the kids all know now. Do you know that there's uh, most of the people that are like 18 or 19 learned in school how to do PowerPoint? Wow. Which, by the way, is useless now. It rivals my knowledge of basic. <laughs> and uh, Well, I'm glad you pointed that out because I've, st- I've got that PowerPoint on my computer. I said, you know, I should learn that someday. That could be a useful skill. Yeah, that's skill. almost moot now. That's gone? Uh, wow. Yeah, it's all, I think you might have uh, qu- uh, correctly not learned it. Here's, and- here, here's an interesting factoid that, that, that I picked up somewhere is that uh, the, the computer graphics, you know, like the computer animation. Yeah. It, it's just like, you know, you don't really think about it, you know, because, you know, because I grew up in a day when it was all drawn by Koreans. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's still drawn by Koreans, but now it's uh, it's it's also programmed by Koreans. Right, but so so I don't really think of when I see a movie uh, uh, like uh, uh, The Incredibles or something. I don't really think of it being just a computer program. Right. And right. that's all. That's all it is. Yeah, except for I think. Pixar does it differently, but I know what you, I mean, there, no, but well, like, well, here's like what, TV here's, shows are here's different. what I, here's yeah. what I heard is that the fur program written for Monsters Inc. Was that the, was that the Pixar? Yeah. Was it Monsters Inc.? Yeah. Cause there was another Monsters that wasn't yeah, Pixar. Yeah, that, that wasn't Pixar, but Monsters Inc. Obviously Pixar. wasn't Pixar, if I, yeah, if I remember. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right. But the fur program they wrote. Yeah. Is now the standard fur program. Yeah, they invent, they created that program. My husband just, uh, he just created a, a video game for, you know what? It. I might have heard that on your show now that I think about it. <laughs> <laughs> you could have. He might have talked about that for a program, but he made that Cars 2, uh, app for iPad and it's called AppMates. And what it is, is it's a, it's a, it's Cars 2, the Cars 2 town, like Radiator Springs, right? And, um, you buy a toy. The app is free. The game is free. And you can use, uh, there's a car that comes, comes with like a, it's called Paper Lightning if you don't have the toy. But if you have a toy, which you buy at, uh, Target or Toys R Us, which is 10 or $12 of the different characters' cars, you can drive on the iPad. You drive the car on the iPad and it works with the program. And it's the first time a toy and the iPad work together. Oh, wow. Yeah. And the only people that are not blown away by this are toddlers. <laughs> Who are like, yeah, all of my cars are real. Of course, why don't they all work on the iPad? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because they're children and every new program is nothing to them. You know, like DVRs and and they're just like, well, just pause television. I have to go to the bathroom. You're like, mm, I actually don't have a DVR. You will be missing this portion of television. There'll be another day. There'll be more television. <laughs> But they're wow. like, what do you mean you can't pause television? Wow. How is that going to, how is that going to affect them in later life? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm just going to pause college. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Who That's doesn't car- want to pause college? <laughs> exactly. And it's, uh, but so you built that transmitter thing. Do you still have that up? Or do you no. just have, what do you have now? No, I have Speakers? air, I have, yeah, I have air tunes. <laughs> oh, now you have air tunes. Yep. Okay. Cause, uh, it, at the time when you had that thing, it could have been like pump up the volume, man. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. You could just be like, Hey, I'm going to play Bill Hicks and Leonard Cohen. And it's, oh, there was be... a comedy slot. Oh, was there a comedy? There was a, there was a comedy one. Ooh, uh, very nice. So, so every so often, every so often you'd have a break from the music and you run a little comedy. So there was, oh, nice. there actually was a comedy. Do you have slot albums? At... Do you, what do you got? Uh, albums, comedy albums to plug. Oh me, yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 Europa. 
Europa is the name of your uh, is the name of, name of my CD on uh, Stand Up Records. It's on uh, available Records. available on iTunes, Amazon. Uh, oh, 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 you can also do a Tim Slagle station on Pandora too. Yes, I was just uh, I was yep. just told that that you could put, and then you could just add to your comedy station, and because mm-hmm. uh, you could put in Tim Slagle, and it shows up, and then your album shows up because my album also on Stand Up Records. Wow, uh, it is never going to be bred, and you could just put in uh, different people's names in Pandora now, like Pete Lee, and because Pete was just telling me last episode. So, um, no, yeah, what's really interesting about that is to put in, you know, my name, yeah, and, and see what the Pandora algorithm. Oh, right, because it's like if you like similar to me, yeah, and I have like, never heard you on on the Tim Slagle station. Jackie. You have not. How about Lisa Lampanelli? She comes on when you type in my name, and guess who could not be less hmm. like me? Huh. That's Lisa Lampanelli. It's only because we're both women. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That is so wrong. It, uh, it is so. And that, pa- that yeah, I have to say something about this. The Pandora is a, the first time, you know, this was before I could even put my, you know, do my own ego Pandora trip there. <laughs> right. Um, I get, I get Pan, I get the iPhone and I get Pandora. And, uh, I, I try it out and I start with, uh, I start with cake. That's, that's, the, that's going to be my, oh, the band my, my cake. first station. Yeah. Okay. The, 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 and, uh, and it's in, you know, you're doing the thumbs up and the thumbs down. Right. And what's really cool about the thumbs down. Right. Is if you hit the thumbs down, you never have to hear it again. Ever. They, they will <laughs> never play. Where was that in the 80s? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that would have been. Take me. <laughs> no, take please, me. no. It's like, wham. I, I would actually, for my real life, I, I would do that to Brown Eyed Girl. If I, could, if I could thumbs down brown eyed, yeah. If I could thumbs down brown eyed girl for, you know, my personal rest of my life, never have to hear that song, I would hit that button. Did you not like it right from the get go? No, I loved it. I have just heard it. I have heard it a couple lifetimes worth of. I've had a. Yeah. Yeah. There's just too many. There's songs where you're just like, are you kidding me with this damn song? I cannot hear this song one more freaking time. I'm going to lose my tiny loser mind. And you know, Van Morrison is sitting somewhere in a castle in England. They go, (laughs) "Uh, here's this month's royalties, Van. It's like, oh man, where am I going to put them? (laughs) Yeah. My brother Russ loves to figure out what those band guys did. Like, like there's people who, who like Michael Nesmith. You know, invented the leg zag or I, you know, like, like somebody invented something. They're also a musician. So they get those royalties, but they also get like, they invented something like the ballpoint pen or I don't know. Yeah. Uh, actually the book I just finished, uh, the ballpoint pen was invented in 1946. Wow. Did you know that the United States spent a million dollars to invent a pen that would write in zero G in out in space? And when the wall fell and they were talking to Russian uh, astronauts, the Russians were like, oh, this is cool. We always just use pencils. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, Oh, my God. (laughs) So anyway, so uh, so I'm listening to Pandora. Yes. I'm doing the thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs up. And and it's starting. It's 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 hitting it. I mean, it's the Pixies. It's the Ramones. It's the Violent Femmes. It's like. It's like, it's just amazing. I go, this right. is, this is incredible that it's actually figuring out. Right. What that algorithm And is. then all of a sudden I'm listening at it and out of nowhere is Dean Martin. 
How did that happen? That's what I want to know because they were right. <laughs> and were they right? Oh man, they were. I got, okay. It, it was like you, you know, you bastard. There is no way I am going to allow an algorithm on a server farm in Seattle to to know me, you know, because you know we right. all want to we all want to think we're unique. Right, right. You know, it's it's how did you know that? And right. How did they get from Pixies to Dean Martin? And I, I would not give them a thumbs up. I said no, <laughs> no, I'm not gonna. No, I'm not. I'm not gonna encourage in to, this. You know, it's like. It's like a, yeah, it's like a new girlfriend. It's like, well, I can't let her know me right away, can I? <laughs> and I'm telling this story to my wife about yeah. a week later. Yep. And, and we, 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 I got a, you know, I got an adapter for my car, and we're listening to the Pandora in the car. I go, this is pretty cool. And I start telling her the story about Dean Martin. And all of a sudden, here's Johnny Cash doing Ring of Fire. Ooh. That's a song I've heard too many times, by the way. And it's like, they're doing it again. They're doing it again. They found that. Now, here's my question about that. What's the adapter for Pandora for your car? Is it an app you buy? Or do you have to have a thing? I I, I get Pandora on my iPhone. Okay. And there's this little... And you have 3G on your iPhone. And there's this little FM transmitter. (laughs) Wait a minute. Okay. That you can buy on Amazon for a dollar sixty three in free shipping. Really? And it plugs into the bottom of your iPhone. Yeah. And then you can just you can just put your music on your iPhone and just slip your phone in your pocket and then tune in the station on your uh, on your car. So it's wireless as well. Wireless as well, yeah. Because I have a USB port on my radio in my car mm-hmm. that I just plug my iPhone into, my iPad into, I've my got iPod a- into. I've got a I've got a ninety five of- car. Ah, there you go. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that, I, that I that I keep fixing. <laughs> now, can you you can fix it because that was pre electronic, right? That's when everything isn't completely. No, it was starting. It was pretty. It was. Oh, it, that's it's, right. Because it's, it's more like eighty nine, right? It's, yeah, it's still it's still pretty it's still pretty electronic. But it's, it's, what uh, what kind of vehicle you're driving, if I might ask? It's a uh, it's a big black Cadillac. You got a black Caddy? I got a big black Caddy. Did you drive up here for the for the Acme? No, I no. I you flew? flew. Yeah, oh, nice. It's yeah, cheaper yeah. than gas. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's just, and you don't have to pay for parking at the lovely Marriott Town Place. Yeah, it's a. I found this out a little, a little secret. If you love the old caddy sedans, yeah, they have, and my dad they does. Have, they have no value. Oh wait, for real? For real? Why? Because uh, nobody wants them. Everybody wants SUVs now. They don't want. Oh. The, they don't want the old sedans, and the old the people who uh, who do want them. Yeah. Are 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 fading away, right? That they're generation. actually passing and, away, <laughs> and they're leaving these cars, and they're leaving these cars behind. Yep, with nothing to do with them, and they've only got forty thousand miles. They've right, been, they've it's been maintained. They've been yeah. maintained because you know because they would those people that owned them would take them to get oil changes just to get out of the house. Right, right. It's the only thing I'm good at, by the way, is that it was the only thing that was it was drilled into me by my dad. He's like, you just got to get an oil change. Make sure you get an oil change. Yep. It's something about being raised in Wisconsin that it's just <laughs> like you pay cash and you get an oil change and then you don't have any debt and then it'll be fine, you know? And uh, it's because the, the frugality of the Midwest is very much, well, why don't you pay cash for that? Jim got the bass boat. I got the the snowmobile, and we just share it. That's what happens. <laughs> and uh, that's it. That is perfect. It is. It's a. Uh, uh, and so I like the little FM transmitter as a buck sixty three. That's hilarious. Yep. It just slips into the bottom there, and you can. And what's really cool about it, you know, like like when you're here in the hotel room, yeah, you can you can you know if you want to use the speaker on your clock radio, it'll work there. Oh, 
Or if you're in a buddy's car, you can just say, "Oh, here's a here's a here's a here's a song I got on my iPod." And right, and, allow me to make you listen to. Right, you don't have to plug to into his. You don't have to plug into his USB. His USB thing, yeah. yeah. And some of the radios, you know, like the early ones. And when I say early, we're talking 2006, people. Uh, those all had, uh, they were just headphone jacks. So it would go from a headphone jack on your iPod to your headphone jack uh, attached to your radio system. And um, and then you could just play it. But I loved, like I had my last car. Oh, it's this car. It's my 2003 Toyota Corolla. And um, which, by the way, is a lemon year for Corollas. I, my dream car, stand-up comedy-wise... A 97 Camry. Huh. You know those cars? Uh, it's, vaguely. It is that car. I know people who've had that car that had like 350,000 miles on that car. Wow. And all they did was oil changes, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you're 95 Cadillac. You do the oil change yourself or do you take it in for that now? Uh, yeah. It's, it's it, easier. It's a nickel. Yeah. It's the Chinese teenager again. Right, right. Like, yeah. There's <laughs> it costs, a, li- and, it costs it, a little bit more than oil in a filter when right. you go to it. And, like, you, do and it, you don't have to wash your hands. Right. You don't have to lie down on the ground. And, uh, right. but so, but you, can you fix that 95? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's like, could you fix, like, did you know that, uh, Tim Harmston's fuel pump died yesterday? He was driving me over to my brother's house and his fuel pump died. On his car. Wow. But, uh, like, how do you fix a fuel pump? Do you just replace a fuel pump? Yeah, well, it depends on the car. Some of the, some cars, you got to drop the gas tank. You so, got to take some, the gas tank out? Is some that cars, you have it? to drop the, yeah, because the fuel, the fuel pump is in the gas tank. You, usually, they'll, they'll have two fuel pumps. They'll have a fuel pump in the gas tank that brings the fuel into the engine compartment. Okay. And there's another fuel pump in the engine compartment that, 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 that ups the pressure. Okay. To blast it into the intake manifold. You know, um, my engine light went on in my 2003 Toyota Corolla, and I took it to the to the to the dude, uh, my dude, who is a fair, mm-hmm. a, a gentleman of honor, uh, that I believe in. I believe in my mechanic. Uh, he's a good guy. He's not cheap, but he isn't expensive, and he's always fair. You want the cheap way? What's the cheap way? Take it to an auto parts store. And have somebody look at it there? Yeah, they'll take the, they have the computers right there, the computer readouts right there. They'll come out to your car, they'll plug it in, and they'll tell you what you need. And then, so that way, it's a real nice way. How much does that cost? It's free. The AutoZone or an auto parts place will just do it. They'll just do it. And it's not $75 that they're like, well, we'll take it off the cost. Well, no, because they want to sell you the part. They're hoping that they can find something that they can say, oh, you need a blah, blah, blah. Come on in. I'll give it. We'll see if we have one in stock. Yeah. That's what they want. So that's how they sell it is that they do it right there. And they don't, you know, and then if you say, oh, oh, I'm a girl that there's no way I can do that. They go, well, yeah, that's fair enough. Fair enough. enough, Thank you very much. And then you go, they take it to the mechanic and the mechanic says, oh, no, that's your blah, 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 blah. You go, uh, uh. It actually isn't because I just took it and I know that it's this other thing. It's a great way to. Okay. uh, That is fascinating and uh, made the Dork Forest worthwhile this year. (laughs) (laughs) Success! (laughs) Awesome! I love that because I took it to... Because the guy at the... And my thing, he said, well, it's the catalytic converter. And it's uh, $1,400 or $1,800. And I was like, oh, that's a drag. And he said, you should just take it to the dealership because it's a dealership part and they'll do it for probably $200 less than me. And so I took it to the dealership and they ran the engine light on it and they said it's a catalytic converter. And then I talked to my friend Stefan from high school, my last friend from high school before Facebook. And he was like, your catalytic converter is bad. You got to get that fixed immediately. 
immediately uh hold your hand down in between the two seats in the back seat and is it hot there is it hot because then that means your car is about to burst into flames is any of that true <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> stefan ziggerow it's very frugal a uh, very frugal gentleman the, the only time yeah the only time it burst into flames is if there's a there's a shield on there that that, that uh that's supposed- it's made out of cardboard and fire no no it's it, 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 <laughs> In case you park over leaves, because the catalytic converter, it's meant to get really, really hot. Okay. It's like an afterburner for your exhaust. Okay. So, so if you, and a lot of times there's like a, there's like a, a guard on there that, uh, that protects you when you park over leaves and it'll start rattling. And if you take it just to a cheap muffler shop and say, can you fix that rattle? They'll just, they'll just cut it off. Okay. And you park over leaves and then, yeah, then it will, uh. Then you might burst into flames. But you do have to get your catalytic converter fixed because what will happen if once it goes, it's, uh, um, it's porous. It's like ceramic. It's very, very small porous. It's ceramic covered with platinum. And essentially what happens is the unburned fuel sticks to the platinum until it burns. Okay. And then it's ceramic to deal with the amount of heat that comes from that. Okay. What happens is it's like a little honeycomb. What happens is those honeycombs collapse. And eventually, uh. eventually it just becomes that, 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 that converter becomes a rock. Yeah. And it, it plugs your exhaust. And so what will happen is you'll, you'll slowly get worse power. Yeah. Until eventually it just won't run. Okay. Yeah. So I did get it fixed because uh, everybody uh, seemed to have a tiny panic attack that I was not d- addressing it. So uh, I got it fixed. And then I the engine, the damn engine light went on again, which is why I say the 2003 Toyota Corolla might be a lemon. <laughs> and I took it in again. And they said, uh, and I just took it to the dealership. And I said, you just fixed this engine light business. What's happening? And the guy goes, well... The engine, we didn't fix the engine light. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough, sir. And so he took it in and he said that one of the solenoids in my transmission is off or -hmm. something. I don't know if it's off. I I, I doubt the word. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so he said that that would be $3,200 to replace that. Wow. So I said... That is How much to down- disconnect the light? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I took, yeah, I was like, that's a down payment for a new car. And he's like, well, oddly enough, we also sell vehicles here. Would you like to purchase? And I was like, we're done talking now. It's time to move along, sir. And so I took it back to my mechanic. That's a down payment. Hey. Oddly enough, <laughs> this is a Toyota dealership. Uh-huh. And uh, so I took it back to my guy and my guy was like is your it's it does say that it's the solenoid that's in charge of your gear shifting and i have an automatic and he goes is there any problem while you hello and welcome to car talk by the way rangers of the door forest <laughs> uh, <laughs> my problem today he's like are you having any problem with your acceleration and i said i am not there's no problem with the gear like the the changing of gears and he goes well, then it doesn't really matter, does it? Because uh, you don't have a smog check for another... Did you just get a smog checked? And I said, yeah. I said, you don't have it to do it for another two years. Uh, wait till either you're having an actual problem with your vehicle or the engine light will be a problem. Yeah, that, with smog, the smog, check, check. that smog check is a drag because the, the, the computer goes in and the car tells on you. 
Right. It's a narcolepsy, man. Yeah. It's a, it's so, you plug it. You say, How's that car running? Oh, pretty good. Does it smell bad? Is there any smog? No, I haven't noticed anything. They plug it in. <laughs> it's, it's, is there anything she's not telling us? Yes. As a matter My of fact. My solenoid's not been working for like two years and she's been driving it she like that. She smoked pot in high school, by the way, as well. I don't know if you know this about her. <laughs> Hey, so Slagle, Mr. Tim Slagle, it has been an hour. Oh, man. Told you it would go fast. Why don't we talk to people about where you're going to be in December? Where are you going to be in December? I'm uh, going to do Morty's in Indianapolis. Oh, you do Morty's in, Indi- that's, Morty's in Indianapolis. I hear that that's a fun club. I'm looking forward to it. That's I, I believe that's, uh, that's, I'm not sure what date Christmas falls on. It's like the days before. It's like the leading into Christmas. I'm going to do that. Have you ever done Bob and Tom? I have done Bob and Tom. You're going to do Bob and Tom when you're there? I've done it before, and I haven't heard from him since, so I don't know. It's what up, you need that would be up That would be up to the forces that are Bob and Tom. Exactly. Fair <laughs> enough. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you uh, are in uh, Indiana in December, uh, go see Tim Slagle. And then timslagle.com has all can, the vital facts. All, all the vital, vital facts. Stats. You can follow him on Twitter. You can talk to him on Facebook. You can find out if he's going to be near your town, and it's S-L-A-G-L-E. Dot com. Tim Slagle. T-I-M, obviously. And thank you so much for doing oh, the show. It's been a blast. Super fun. We'll talk about more stuff later. Next. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat. <laughs> my hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh, my God. Thank we you. Why don't we just call that as the end of the show?